0: From Wisconsin Public Radio and PRI, Public Radio International, it's to the best of our knowledge. I'm Ann Strainchamps, sitting in for Jim Fleming. We've counted down the minutes and celebrated the passing of another year. Now it's time to open up a new calendar and start the clock all over again. close attention to the passage of time, don't we? With calendars, day timers, watches, clocks, second hands, would it comfort you to know that the universe also keeps track of time?
1: This is the moment when the universe would begin to reflect upon itself in conscious self-awareness. The universe knows what time it is.
0: In this hour, a cosmologist tells us that the universe just might have masterminded its own creation. And novelist Jim Crace wonders what the end of
1: time might look like. In the same way that we, humankind, can be lacking in understanding of the natural world and inflict damage on the natural world in the careless way that we have, then the natural world can do the same back to us.
0: First, we surround ourselves with devices designed to keep time and to keep us on schedule. But cosmologist Brian Swim says our fixation with artificial time, clock time, may be interfering with a more profound awareness of the nature of time. He believes cosmology holds the key to getting us back into right relation with the cosmos. Steve Paulson asked Brian Swim how to get back in touch with the organic movement of our planet.
1: Do you pay much attention to the sun? I do. I do. I, I try to organize my day around the um, now see we say the rising of the sun and the setting of the sun one of the most accessible ways that we can approach this is to realize that the sun is not rising i think it's one of the the great challenges to consciousness in our time right the sun isn't moving so much it's the earth that's turning the earth is turning the earth is turning and by greeting the sun in the morning one can actually have the experience of the planet rolling, the planet spinning, the planet twirling. You can experience it very profoundly at dawn and dusk, but then during the day you'll discover that you'll regularly return to this realization that we live on a planet and that we are soaring around this star that is a million times the size of Earth. It's one of, the, one of the things I do is that in the morning time when I'm reflecting on the sun, I, I simply will rehearse that. I'll simply tell myself that sun I'm looking at is a million times the size of our planet. Hmm. And then so you begin to get a sense of its vastness. Do you do anything to mark the end of the day, the coming of darkness? Precisely the same thing. It's to, when possible, to just to say goodbye to the sun and there's a kind of there's an amazing sense of sadness as i feel the earth roll away from the sun you see it's it's like there's a sadness of like oh, that all of that that excitement of being in the midst of that energy is ending now and yet it's a sadness that's tinged with excitement because then we're we're rolling into the night. And the night is this cone of darkness that we enter into, the earth enters into. And so it's a way.